Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Lord, 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 Hello everybody, welcome to episode 9 of Kid Nerd Corner, a friendly podcast about soccer shirts and some nerds who love them. Uh, that's me, I'm one of them. Um, there's only three of us today because we kicked Kristen off the podcast because she's too much of a commie. Uh, we, have, we have no truck, we have no truck with commies on this podcast. Uh, we're just, we're all Trotskyites, we're all strong Trotskyites. She's too much of a Leninist, I think. Mm, classic, Leninist. classic soccer podcast problem, though. Am I right, guys? Absolutely, hundred uh, percent. So we're here. The three of us are here. Those voices that you, uh, the first voice you heard there was Mark. Mark, how are you doing? How did you spend your day so far, Mark? What have you been up to? I have been putting away footy-related laundry. So for those of you who are kit collectors and wear your stuff. I don't know if you're a savage and puts it puts your stuff in the dryer. I do not. I hang dry everything. And by everything, I mean the shirts and the socks because I wear soccer socks because, you know, nerd. So uh, I have this folding drying rack that I've been abusing apparently because it just fell apart about three weeks ago. So when it was time to do laundry, we skipped all that shit because there was nowhere to hang it. We recently got a rack. I literally spent 45 minutes fucking putting socks, <laughs> turning them inside out bundling them together um i don't i don't know how many pairs i did but it was over 30 it was probably higher um it 45 minutes just fucking putting away socks also i took i took uh, uh took a bunch of photos to update my instagram of my newer acquisitions uh so that also led to folding of that shit a lot of folding and putting shit away I guess Mark, I knew I was doing this. Do you have another like 12 minutes we can talk about you and folding socks? Because this oh, is well, riveting. first off, I think it's important that you no, fuck off. Let's do it. Uh, Rich, <laughs> did you fold any sartorial goods this morning? Or how uh, exciting have, has your day been? You asked. Okay, that's uh, your fault. <laughs> this morning, this morning, no. Uh, I did I did fold some laundry yesterday. Uh, but this morning I woke up, uh, I woke up at 5 30 on the eastern time uh to watch a bicycle race and then promptly fell asleep because i didn't fall to sleep until 4 30 this morning so i'm flying on like not a lot of sleep so this could be fun excellent um and i uh buckle up here folks i also folded a ton of laundry no, and you gave it. me shit what the f- i didn't fold any laundry today I um I he was just, he just, soccer. He, he just crumpled it up in a ball and threw it in the corner. Like a heathen. <laughs> All of my numbers are cracked. I don't know what's happening. Um I I I was I did a coaching course today in the rain and every part of my body hurts because I, I ran around for three hours and I'm very tired. That's oof, that's the energy I'm bringing. We're bringing we're we're coming in hot. You're, I'm proud of you. Doing great. Let's jump right into it. Let's stop messing around with laundry details first up today we're going to take a quick look at some mls shirts they just did the big full reveal over the last i want to say two weeks and then we're going to do a bit of a deep dive into one of them <clears throat> cough because someone here designed one of them oh congratulations oh, rich Yay. yeah and that it, yeah. it was it was a lot of work let me tell you yeah. <laughs> took a lot of work so let's get let's head into it so mls released Almost all of their shirts, all of their new shirts uh, for the year, they had 29 new shirts and one leak. Is that right? My numbers might be off. 
and uh, with a with a uh, because MLS does the 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 two year of each many, the two year cycle. How many teams are there in MLS? Are there, are, there, are there thirty? Are there twenty nine? Who knows, right? Like, because if there's twenty nine, then they release twenty nine kits because one of the teams is new and had to have two kits. Who knows? Listen, listen. This is for people to to figure out beyond the details of. We already are talking too much more about MLS than I care. Um, it's true. But they had they had, and I think this is maybe a consensus opinion. They had their strongest year. Uh, a lot of people saying ever, but that's people that haven't made it. Maybe you know didn't appreciate the late nineties, the ninety six. But easily, easily their strongest year since the turn of the millennium. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's that's and, fair. And I think people, listeners to the podcast, and and people that know us, know that we have a, a healthy disdain for the MLS Adidas deal and the approach that they have, which is like every other year. Here's a plain, boring white shirt with a couple of details. Or here's another blah blah blah, and and a lot of underwhelming shirts, you know, with a few highlights here and there. But this year feels like a watershed moment where, you know, over the last two years, Adidas and and the MLS teams have, uh, you know, been working on this. This is a big bit of a big kit release, and the consensus is they did not get out of the park, kind of for the most part. I don't, I don't, I, I didn't tally it up, but like over half the shirts I would look at and say like that's a good shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I would agree. I I just I kept waiting for the natural level of disappointment to come crushing in after seeing, you know, the obvious ones that were well gushed over and deservedly so, but it never really happened. I mean, yeah, there are some there are some duds in here, but overall, like even the middle of the road kits are kind of decent. And I think that's kind of like that like how 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 middle of the gro- the road is the median kit like in the previous years the median kit would be a d at best mini kits probably like a b minus so mm-hmm. there's a really yeah. strong like for a whole year i i would be i would be shocked if there has been as strong as a release as this go around yeah 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 rich you loved it you liked it you liked some of them uh some of them yes yeah. uh i mean i am not i mean obviously we we are all somewhat anti the mls in certain instances uh despite some of us supporting clubs in the league uh some of us being involved in the kit designing of clubs in the league someone uh uh, you know uh but yeah no for like i say easily easily the best easily the best release of mls kits on a whole since they had multiple brands doing kits uh, when the Rapids had an excellent uh, Kappa kit in like, 1998. True, very true. Uh, so let's let's look at a few of them. Um, my notes here say I'm supposed to talk about the Whitecaps one. I will. It's pretty good. It's They stuck with the hoop, uh, the navy hoop on white, um, and they added uh, some red lines across this. And this has drawn some ire from the fans because red, oh, it's not our color. Um, but uh, the Whitecaps used red in their first couple years, uh, their inaugural season. I think they used it for three years, and uh, back in '74. Okay, I got those names right. And yeah, '74. And so I think this is a teaser for a red shirt 50 year anniversary uh, for uh, for next year. That's that's my guess as to why that's happening with some red in their shirt this year could be maybe not maybe it was just hey let's chuck a different accent on the hoop pretty decent shirt um 
Rich, do you want to, what else? What do you, what do you want to talk about Montreal? The weird thing that's happening in Montreal? Yeah, sure. Uh, my, my explanation about the Montreal kit will be even shorter than Brenton's. Uh, Montreal doesn't have a new kit. Uh, <laughs> they might have it by the midpoint of the season. They might not have it this season. No one quite knows. Adidas are having a really hard time finding out how to put the new Montreal, uh, the new Montreal impact. Uh, I don't care, but it's CF Montreal, the new Montreal impact crest on those kits. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's flummoxed everyone in Portland at Adidas USA, and it just can't make it happen. So Montreal, I believe are wearing just last season's away kit yeah. until Adidas get the sewing machine back online. Yeah. There's just, there's so one guy in the Adidas factory, like <laughs> unplugging and plugging yeah. the machine back in. Hans in the factory there is uh, is working overtime. They're not running. Um, <laughs> oh, poor one out for poor Montreal fans. Uh, though to me now, now I, it should be noted because, and I don't know how real this is, but I think it is real. Uh, that one, the 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 stated reason um, for the delay in Montreal beyond just like Adidas not being able to do something and the badge, or whatever, is that there was some reconciliation work that Montreal was trying to do. So they were consulting and it was something to do with the design and they couldn't get that. It was like a, an, an extended period of consultation and they didn't want to rush it. I don't know. Could, could be true. And maybe we'll see that play out when they should. Based, gets released, it's I plausible believe. based, yeah. based on the cycle that these kits get released in. Like I know, but uh, what kind because, of what kind of negotiating is going on? No, no, no. If you think about, so I think because of the the rebranding through all of their planning awry, and then I imagine that sometime in this process, someone said, "Hey, um, we say that we're uh, we're we're going to live these values of uh, uh, reconciliation with First Nations." Um, and so let's incorporate those voices into the process. And I think that probably just pushed everything back and they couldn't hit. I, now that's what, that was their stated thing. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, but, let's, let's hope so. And let's also hope that it, uh, it brings out a, uh, a very nice kit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When it, when it gets here. When it comes up. Um, so let's take a quick look at some of the other ones that, uh, that we liked, like we said, there are 30 or 29 of them. So we can't obviously go into all of them, but we did pick out a few highs and lows. Uh, Mark, do you want to start us off with uh, what you like or dislike about this, this set? Uh, sure. All right. So um, I'm, usually it's quite easy to, uh, historically speaking, to just go after the crap ones um, because there's so many. You can just literally take your pick and you'd be right. In this case, it's a lot more difficult. And um, there's, a, there's enough kits out there that make me pretty happy. So I'm, I'm going to focus on the, I'm going to focus all on the good ones. Um, uh, first one, uh, the Seattle away one, the dragon one, I totally dig it. Uh, and then I found out it was about Bruce Lee and which I absolutely dig because that's, that's where he was buried. Um, but I also, also really like the, like the circular scan lines that are also into the pattern of the kit. And it gives me the vibes of whenever you, watch a movie and they film a television and you can see those scan lines. So I'm getting like this weird double hit of nostalgia of martial artists. Plus, Oh, the only time you would ever see that on something is when you see 
a TV on TV. Oh, so, so I re- that that hit was like, oh god, this is so good. Like, also too because you know Bruce Lee was an action star from from the seventies. So that it just it just hits all the right notes. Like, and I also like the fact that the colors are absolutely nothing like Seattle's actual colors, which change kits can be that guys i don't know if everybody realizes that like it doesn't have to be you know the inverse of the thing you normally wear or something that's just bland and washed out this is super exciting to me so yeah this is this is a total winner so for for those who uh (laughs) haven't seen it i don't know how many is so it's a red and blackish shirt with uh yellow trim yellow highlights and what stood out for me and when i first noticed it i didn't i well when I looked at the kit, I didn't notice this, and I thought it was a downside to it, but the badge they've done monochrome, um, which I think is really lovely, you know, black, so I guess duochrome, that's weird, uh, yellow on black, uh, which is their badge, because when I first saw the shirt, it looked like they had stuck with their white and green badge, which just would have yeah, looked right. like a, would have stuck out would like have been a awful. terrible yeah. spot. Yeah. I love that they've incorporated it. Um, some controversy over their new sponsor, because of, uh, well, I'll let you folks, if they want to dig, dig into that, Providence Medical, uh, some fans aren't, aren't happy with them, and, and rightly so. Um, but uh, overall, yeah, stellar shirt. So um, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll keep going. Keep um, going. All right, fine. Uh, next one that I really dug is the San Jose Home Kit. It is, like, their colors are blue and black, and they've always been blue and black in the MLS, and at least in the current iteration, I know name change rebranding whatever but anyway um so it's uh got like the black raglan sleeves blue trim and then there's this pattern that looks like almost shards rectangular on an angle that go I, like it's just it's a it's a simple pattern that goes all the way through and it just looks smashing and i also accept that i have had a weird love of the last like three or four earthquakes home kits and it's just that shade of blue with the black and how the white often just pops off of it like it shouldn't be that good but for some reason it always draws my eye so this is this is a this is a winner and i really like the fact that the angles of the the of of the pattern matches the angle of i guess i guess i don't know what you even got the fault lines within the crest that element there it's just okay so we're all kind of going in the same direction on this so they've really thought that one all the way through instead of just arbitrary pattern for pattern's sake. So yeah. It almost uh, matches the the lines on the logo, the Adidas logo as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's not far off. It's not, not far off. off. Not far off. Uh I think with the with the tectonic pattern, uh for me, what I'm getting hit with is that when it combines with the lighter blue color, you actually do get the look of an actual full-on mountain range as well. Yeah. Going up yeah, the yeah. whole kit. Not just a tectonic pattern of plating, but it's actually like full-on mountains. Uh, I do want to point out one thing because I'm looking at these on uh, I'm looking at these on the Soccer Bible website and I'm reading the little blurbs that the, the guy who wrote the article wrote in. And my favorite thing about this about this kit is uh, the last sentence of the Soccer Bible review looks better without the sponsor. Every fucking kit looks better without the sponsor. <laughs> Have you seen the sponsors in this league? <laughs> yeah, every single one of them. Like very few. I, I mean, I know like, what what kit what kit in this league looks better with a sponsor? Like it's it's hard to say. Like because sponsors are just kind of ew and they're necessary evil, but they're ew. But, but yeah, 
about the only like, one the only one which really works in this league and a sponsor and like now i would i would have a hard time imagining a kit without the sponsors probably portland's alaska airlines yeah, yeah absolutely. that's about the only one <laughs> i would i would i would throw in for red bull sometimes sometimes oh, it works oh, well they can design their kits to look like i know i know i know it's yeah it's, it's an outlier within an outlier but i understand that you feel yeah. dirty for saying that mark well yeah because yeah. it's red bull but anyway um look as long the only thing i ever ask for if you're gonna if you're gonna ruin my shirt with a sponsor at least fucking play along chevrolet i'm still pissed at you what you did to all those fucking man united kits you yeah assholes assholes they fucking had such good kits in that period. And anyway, okay, not not the time. So well, I I think the all white, like the white sponsor with the white Adidas, it just it works on this kit. I'm okay with it. I'm at peace with it. Um, one quick my my impression of this is that it looks like a mountain range drawn on the cover of a sci-fi novel. Okay, I see it. Yep, I totally see it. Um, okay, uh, next up, you have one more, and, yeah. and this last- is a nice one. Yeah, and the last one uh, I, I want to give give a nod to is the Salt Lake Away kit. Um, it, yeah, it looks it looks kind of ordinary, but I but the the thing that that really really I enjoy about this the most is that it's all of Real Salt Lake's colors, except they're not Real Salt Lake's colors. Their colors are navy, uh, maroon, and gold, and this is not navy, not maroon, and not gold. So it's <laughs> it's a very different version of. Huh. The badge and they import they uh Im- implemented those colors on this kit. Um, like okay, so like it's the beehive state, and this is the beehive state kit, blah blah blah. I don't give a shit. but there's a pattern on the inside of of uh of uh hexagons with the like this weird pattern that kind of dig that like I, I, it looks nice, and I think they get that pattern from the state flag or the, at least the state crest where the beehive is uh, a, oh, yeah. a hexagon. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a simple pattern. It doesn't have to be like fine art all the time, but it also doesn't have to just be again pattern for pattern's sake. So, uh, it's one of those where like they went simple over the plate and just as a color combination, I absolutely love this. Yeah, that yellow is uh, it's just muted enough that it doesn't quite hit for me. I like a brighter yellow, but it's not so pale as to be a bit off putting, you know, what's that, yes. that, whatever. And I think this hits, uh, this shirt like ticks so many boxes for me. Um, the blue, uh, the blue highlights everywhere. And then the, the smaller red highlights everywhere. Like th- that works. This is, it's a really nice shirt. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it is, it, it, it's a nice, it's a simple design. Uh, I enjoy the fact that as Mark, you sort of said, it's, it's like color adjacent in terms of, We've moved slightly in the shades of our colors and we've yeah. made this kit from it. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, for, for me, the issue is I've said it before. I will say it again in this on this kit is that it's it's really weird that uh, you, it, you're sort of in an area of uh, America where you don't have a very a, a close rival. Like their closest rivalry is the Rocky Mountain Cup, I think MLS calls it, yeah. uh, sponsored by Heineken or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh, yeah, so they have that with Colorado. And this kit just reminds me of the Colorado State Flag Away kit, which the Rapids did a couple of years ago. And which honestly, was, was a better kit. Yeah. <laughs> it was, no, it's, yeah. I'm, 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 I've wanted one of those away kits for a while too. Like, cause they did two or three of them that were, that fit that description. And yeah. Like that kit was when it first came out, that Rapids Away kit, uh, it was so bad. 
that I'm like, this is this is terrible. And then as they as I watched them wearing it, it was one of those. I'm like, no, actually, this is this is one of those kits where it could be so bad it's good because it's just completely opposite to everything. But well, yeah, I mean, so I just I just appreciate I appreciate it much the same way as the Seattle kit. Like their colors are burgundy and sky blue, or they were I, the Rapids have changed colors so many. They used to be times. they used to be green, white, be green and white. They used to be blue and black. They've they've had so many used to be's. It's insane. But like to have to be the to be the you know claret and sky blue team and have this fucking yellow and royal blue team uh, a royal blue kit was just insane i need more of this i, I need more it. of this uh, speaking speaking of more colorado oh, rapids go for it uh i would like to jump in and uh talk about how i enjoy the rapids away kit from this season is this the this is the blue one the light blue one this is the light blue one with sort of like the triangular uh uh the gemstone facet looking thing the, the shards yeah the uh with the with the different styles of light blue of uh, different shadings uh it's called the new day kit uh so for you know any of you wwe fans it's, it's, a, it, it's a new day uh yes. it was designed by local artist pat milbury uh, it's the first ever time MLS have actually set, sat around and said to an artist, hey, go make something and uh, we'll make a kid out of it. And <laughs> and yeah, it's some people people some people don't think it's groundbreaking. I I don't know. I, I think it's groundbreaking. You have the sort of an idea of a sunrise. You have a rapids. You have a rapids crest in the top with what appears to be the sun with, with sort of like a sunrise design oh, coming yeah, out of it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it, there's there's level there's levels to it. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, much to use the other thing from earlier is uh, it looks better without a sponsor because I mean it does. It but but it's it's just a nice kit. I mean, it's again completely different to what the Rapids colors are. The Rapids are currently burgundy and sky blue. Okay, uh, this kit is uh, multiple shades of multiple shades of light blue, uh, white, uh, yellow. And a little bit of pink in there too. Red. Pink, is that red? Red. It's got to be red. Yeah. Uh, red. Fuchsish. Maybe. It, I don't know. Yeah. No. I'm again. I'm looking at this through my tele through my uh, through my second monitor on a television. So this color might be a bit distorted. But yeah, it's got a pinkish hue to me. Either I really, way, I really like the the uh, the the deep yellow uh, highlight there down the side and then around the back of the hem. Yeah. I, that's a that's a really nice touch. Yeah. It's it. it, it it both doesn't belong there and works perfectly at the same time. Yeah. And this, I, it's, I mean, this really is like the audacious choice of somebody who has an artistic vision rather than I'm going to pick these colors because those are what the crayons were available to me when I started yeah. doodling this. Yeah. yeah. And if it was, if I remember correctly, they did, they shot a video of it and basically Pat Milbury sort of went out into the foothills of the Rockies. And so I got the idea that this was sort of based off of like, sun shadow like the shadow yeah. of sun sun hitting parts of mountains at the same time so i mean that might not be the case that's just something i took from watching that quick video hey but, it's uh, all great art so it's all how you interpret it Rich. yeah but uh, but yeah a, a great kit uh hey. i'd like i'd like take to us, move yeah take us to the minnesota i was gonna save that i was gonna save uh i was gonna save that one for last but all right uh we will go to minnesota first and uh yeah. the aurora borealis kit is I uh, believe what it's called. I could be wrong there, but I know that the kit is actually based off of the Northern Lights. Uh, the Northern Lights kit. Okay, so it's not the Aurora Borealis kit. Who had the Aurora Borealis kit? Was that? They was just that called the... the Northern Lights kit. 
No, no, but was that the was that the was that the uh, the Minnesota women's side who had an Aurora so. Borealis kit, or is yeah. that so the Minnesota yeah, they're Aurora? Just, they're yeah, they're called Aurora. Aurora so. Okay, that's what it is. That's where my yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, balloons have uh, taken inspiration from uh, from the Northern Lights. Uh, you have a kit which has a uh, a nice light blue, uh, light bluish pattern. Not actually. Mark, I'm going to go to you for that one. What would you say? Is it tealish color or uh, in blue? I, I would, I would, I would go like sky blue. It's got sky hints blue? of green, though. It's got hints of teal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have the purple. Uh, you have the purple. Uh, you have some purple streaking and a little bit of the black to signify the night sky. Uh, the bottom front of the shirt is white, uh, signifying the the snow because uh, you know, as, as we know, it's it's winter currently speaking and uh yeah uh, there's a lot of snow in minnesota in the winter uh, you have a nice little black pattern going down the side of the kit uh from the one image that i'm looking at here i don't know if that continues on the back i haven't seen a backside picture of it i don't know if they're going white on the back it's a it's a full white back um with okay. some black uh down behind the uh yeah. behind the armpit uh the only thing the only thing i mean obviously obviously uh, they tried to work in the target sponsor i really wish they would have just put the target sponsor lower down at the stomach on the white kit if they were going to use the white target sponsor to try and make it not blend into things uh the only thing i can think of uh where i said this and it's not even an improvement idea i think this is probably the bet that the cream of the crop in terms of mls kits for this season uh, the only thing I would have said was uh, not even as an improvement is just I wanted to see because people were saying, well, it should have been a black bot. It should have been a black kit with that design because it's the night sky. And I thought, OK, yeah, no, I wouldn't mind seeing a rendering just to see. But then I'm thinking as well as what they should really do if they want to go full bonkers and commit to the bid is do the black kit with the northern license pattern as a goalkeeper kit. Yeah. Where that I would, is. I would love to see that. Then you'd have that Ooh. as the wake it with the goalkeeper in that with black. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna happen. Not no, gonna happen. No, no, we can't I mean, have that's, fun. That's a that's 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 amazing. Adidas makes four goalkeeper kits every year. And, and every <laughs> team gets them. And they're all and they're all the Condivo packet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's that is a lovely kit. I agree. I think it's top, top, top tier in, in MLS for sure. Uh and now you've got some national one and I thought you were going to like this one. Go on. What are you going to say about the national one? So uh, if you're going to do a bit like, so obviously uh, Seattle have committed to uh, the Bruce Lee bit this year with their away kit. Uh, the other year they did a Jimi Hendrix kit. Uh, Nashville have gone uh, the, the man in black kit based off of Johnny Cash and this is literally one of those kits where people are going to like it because it's a plain, simplistic kit. But here's the thing. You get a cycle every two years. This isn't your home kit. This is your away kit. You get to play around with it a little bit. You have some fun with it. This one was, we want to do black and silver because we thought about it for four seconds. Three of those four seconds were, what do we call this so that it looks like it makes sense? It's just boring. It's just lazy. It's it's yeah. unimaginative in a I, season in a season where kits that had actual genuine thought put into them. This is what we have, and people were talking about how great it is just because it's simple. <laughs> Fuck it, it's awful. No, this is this is this is one of those kits where like I know you thought you you came up with a really clever excuse as to have a kit that looks like this, and it almost seems deliberate. 
But to me, this comes down to like, I know this, the argument is, are any of these kits actually worth 160 bucks? No. But is this really $160 worth of creativity in here? No, fuck no. It's so ordinary. And like, I know, was, you know, the nod to Johnny Cash and all that, but could they not have put something in the fabric of the kit, like something in the chest? Like, even if it was just like fucking guitar strings and fretboards, like it doesn't have to be super high level inside baseball shit about Johnny Cash. It could just be something a little more musical. They could have done the, the, six guitar strings sublimated as a sash, sash. in a black guy. so you barely see it. This yeah. guy, this guy knows what's up. Yeah. No, but like it but, just it needed what, something else. But, yeah. but, but but they gave us something else, Mark. They put Johnny Cash's signature on the back of it. They they put it well they <laughs> like they put, right right at the back. Jock of the tag. Neck. They put a Johnny Cash jock tag on it's the on the back of the neck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't no. I don't no, not that's enough. not no. Not enough. That's not a design element. That's a signature. There's a difference. That is that is not that is not that is not a design element worthy of uh, the native son of Kingsland, Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, which um, is Nashville. No, no, notably, not in Tennessee. Okay, okay. Spent some time in Nashville, I believe. Um, let's, well, he, died. Let's, he died in Nashville. Let's move from that <laughs> disappointment to what I think is maybe the funniest part of um, of this kit release, which was the back of the Portland shirt being not even the, not even the same color or part of the same colors as the front of the Portland shirt, which is like a diamond, uh, a diagonal uh, plaid sort of thing happening, which is people liked and it was kind of fun and whatever. I didn't like it, but you know, I could see it, but then the back is just like not the same color and a drab green that is just ugly to look at. All right. So, okay. For, for, to be fair, there are four distinct shades of green on this fucking kit. Jesus Christ. Which is debatably too many. (laughs) I think five is definitely too many. Four is on the cusp. The other thing, and you know what? I actually weirdly don't mind the back being different than the front only because it's the same shade as the badge, (laughs) which is like, it's like, I know the mental gymnastics we're doing here to try, like, pass or justify or shit on or whatever i get all of it you're all everyone's right everyone's right you can all love it you can all hate it and i understand but it's just like so bizarre to see that this fantastic kit couldn't i know there's a whole thing about there shouldn't be any patterns on the back but is this pattern all that fucking distracting that we couldn't have that wrap around the back i mean yeah some white letters some white numbers are going to show up against that as evidenced by the sponsor showing up against it in white. Yeah, yeah. Disappointing Portland. I don't know who made that decision. Someone at Adidas. Boo them. Uh, let's let's skip out there. again. There was a there was a whole raft of other ones we could have talked about. Um, check them out. They're they're uh, uh, very interesting. At least uh, how much how much thought has gone into them this year. Which brings us to a little deep dive into a shirt. Um, a Toronto FC, Toronto Football Club. It's a soccer team that Mark supports, uh, based out of our nation's capital, Toronto. It's not, but that's okay. <laughs> and it's not, I suppose. I suppose your left, your left coast leadings would probably think that's true, 
And I'm sure many people also would agree with you. So <laughs> I'll let it, I'll let you have this. The, um, the ironic part, the ironic part about that about that jab is that people in Toronto will be mad that uh, Brenton didn't call it the capital of the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so just Canada, the country, the world, yeah. <laughs> the center of the universe, Brenton, not the capital of Canada. Um, so Toronto put out uh, with some help from a certain Kindred Mark. I can believe it. I still can't fucking believe. It. So. Yeah. I've got a bunch of questions, which I didn't write down. Do it. Make it happen. Um, but like, I just want to celebrate this for a sec because, um, and I've, I've told Mark this privately, but like, we, we love, we love soccer shirts, right? Here we go. You love soccer shirts. I love soccer shirts. And we buy them when we talk about them. And I think depending on who you are, you can only dream about designing them. We all have ideas about what we want. We all have ideas about what could work and what doesn't work and which elements go into each shirt. And we sit and we're like, ah, I should have done it of this color, should have done it of that color. At the core of it, I think we all dream of actually designing one. And uh, we all know Phil Delves on Twitter. Uh, and he, he had the, um, the joys of his design being selected for uh, Red Star. Red Star, Red Star FC, yeah. Um, and when that happened, I was like, this is so cool. This is a guy who loves shirts, who has dedicated a good portion of his life to them. And wow, look, he designed a shirt. And then bam, happened right in our backyard. Mark, you got to design a shirt. Um, I, mean, I got to consult hey, and hey. assist with. I wouldn't say yeah, I designed yeah. it. Okay. Well, it, well. Let tell us. Tell us what happened. There you go. Give us all right. A, all right. So, uh, strokes. what happened? So, um, the, at the very, 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 very beginning, um, on the other podcast that Brenton likes to boo, uh, the vocal minority, we had the president on for an interview, and he was super, super nice, super sweet, very candid, answered everything that uh, that we wanted, and uh, and so Bill, while he was there, Bill Manning, I shot. I shot my shot as a joke because, you know, this is what I would do. Hey, do you need a hand designing any shirts? Haha, <laughs> got the prerequisite laugh. That's all I wanted. On we go. Three years later, because that was in 2017, three years later, Kristen, who is the host of that show uh, and literally knows everybody, it seems, um, received an email from Bill asking if Mark would be interested in helping out with a project. Yeah, fuck yeah, I would. So um, I still can't fucking believe it's happening. I can't believe, I still can't believe it happened. Um, so the long and the short of it is um, after I met with various, various executives, various marketing people, by the third meeting, I thought, all right, this is where I'm going to, I'm really going to have a go at this. And I came up with about 12, 10 to 12 different designs. And they're currently sitting on a hard drive that is possibly dead, but oh, I, oh. yeah, it sucks. Cause they're, I'm not gonna, I'm biased. I'm, I'm a little biased, but there was a couple bangers on there. Honest <laughs> to God, bangers. And I showed them to the exec and he was like, these are really good. He's like asking questions about some of them um, and left it at that. Just showed it to him, left it at that. The next meeting I had with him is when I discovered that that is not how it works. That's not how it works at all. None of the things I showed him were ever going to be used <laughs> because how it actually works is Adidas dictates the terms. And so what ends up happening is Adidas will send a uh, basically like a, a an instruction booklet effectively or a, a document, which they have to, the Toronto FC that each club has to fill out. And this is kind of where the marketing people kind of get involved and they're kind of facilitating 
the discussion and the ideas as to what they wanted. Now, one of the things that they came up uh, that, that that early on in the in this process was um, the thought of it being an Onyx kit as a home kit. Um, to which I thought, oh, that's that's kind of bonkers. I'm all for something different, you know, because it's a two year cycle. We're not. This isn't a permanent thing. So I said, sure, let's 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 see what see what happens and let's go with it. And they basically said that it could not because of the current rules. There, there's no way that TFC can have an Onyx away kit, which is their dark gray. They can't have an Onyx away kit and a red home kit because both are deemed to be dark. You need to have a dark shirt and a light shirt. So the only way they could have this is by making the home kit Onyx and then have a light one next year. Sure, why not? Let's have a go. From there, uh, then it was kind of like thought exercises. They asked me questions like, all right, so uh, when you close close your eyes, what do you think of like this, the stadium experience and all, and, and, and like, what do you feel and what do you hear? And one of the things I said was like, there's a buzz at the stadium. There's always been a very distinct buzz. And you can hear it walk into the stadium. You, it's louder when you're in the stadium. And and then it was like, and then there's the heartbeat, which is the south end. The, the heartbeat is is the south end of, of the stadium. And the heartbeat of the south end is this giant fucking bass drum that if you watch Canada games in Toronto, it's the same drum. It's that very drum, the giant bass drum with the mallet. Boom, boom, boom. So I, all these things kind of fell out of my face as I'm, as I'm going through this exercise and the little uh the, there's a little sound wave pattern that that runs along the the bottom back hem and from the hip to the armpit um that is literally the only thing i can honestly say i had a direct influence in i went and found a youtube video of that drum being hit i r- ripped out ripped out the audio from it ran it through um an editor took a screenshot of the editor of the sound of the thumps and then sent off that 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 screenshot of of the of the thumps and that's what ended up on the kit everything else was kind of like uh shall we say theoretical philosophical when we were trying to come up with something that that was uh that would kind of work the suggestion was put forth what if we had the inverse of the 2017 kit which was the kit that they wore when they won which had onyx sleeves onyx side panels and red like there were there were there was like a uh, a hoop. main stripe the yeah main there was like, yeah like there was hoops and it was heathered and 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 it, that's that that the kit they wanted in so that's that's kind of where the inspiration of the hoops came from and that's where the basic look of the kit came from is just flipping those colors so that's what we submitted and then you wait a couple weeks and adidas comes back with three mock-ups based on the things you sent them and I could not remember for the life of me what the other two look like, but the one that's the kind of ended up making was pretty close, like 90% close to what ended up being made. Um, so once they kind of finalized that, they did a final round, they brought me in and showed me what, what the final shirt should look like. And it was just like a flat image. I'll be honest with you. When I saw it, I'm like, ah, it's, it's okay because the light gray. So, the, so if you haven't seen the kit yet, um, it's, basically black and dark gray and light gray alternating hoops that go all along the front. And in the image I saw, the light gray was really, really light. I'm like, oh God, that's that's rough. And the pins were really, the, the there's a red pinstripe that's on the inside of the dark stripes. And it was, it, it seemed really thick. I'm like, okay. 
but this obviously turned out much better than that. Um, so yeah, it, that's it. But again, that's a two year cycle. So we signed off on this in like February of 2021. And then I basically didn't hear anything for about a year and a half. So, um, but uh, the, the whole kit is supposed to be like the supporters kit because TFC, like most teams and most companies like to have their marketing stories and their whole, they, their whole four pillars. Like I forget what they are. And I apologize, apologies to anybody at TFC who, who said them to me a thousand times. It's like community supporter, club and home or something like the stadium. So this was like the supporter one and bringing me in. I was the, not to sound like a Minigo maniac, but I was the inspiration to which they drew to get to this point. Like you're it literally could have been anyone else. You're, you're inspiring Mark. You're yeah. inspiring me all the time. You're an inspirational fellow. So, yeah. So that's, that was the whole process. Like, I mean, uh, it was, it was a trip. Um, it was awesome to be a part of it. I learned a ton about, Cause like I'm a graphic designer in my, in my nine to five job. I know, right. Podcasting is a profession. Is that even possible? So uh, we have our processes on how, on how things get made. Seeing the processes of how this get made was very different. I had like, I had zero direct contact with Adidas cause which was probably good for everybody. Cause I would have asked really hard, fast questions knowing this is the only time I'm ever going to get to shoot. <laughs> You've shoot got your shot. One of them was, why in the fuck is there such a thing as an athletic fit 3XL? Make it make fucking sense. Yeah. Who is that market? I want to meet the people that fit that description in the, in the, in the target audience. But anyway. The authentic, the authentic tight fit 3XL. 3XL. Like, just anyway. Um, hey, world's, can I, world's strongest man competitors. But, yeah. it. And how, but how many strong men are wearing MLS kits? Like, let's be honest. Hey. Iceland had their own fucking league. Why would they wear yeah. an MLS kit when you could wear untapped. it's an untapped market? Possibly. Uh, there's anyway. a bunch of bunch of guys rolling around in Iceland in uh in, in Valor, in Valor Reykjavik kits because oh, of be, Macron. I, I, so they're I, wearing I, like seven XL. I believe that to be true, Rich. I you know I believe that to be true. Um, so uh so you did this wonderful mood board for Adidas or for, for TFC who took it to Adidas. Do you do you feel that this was like a collaborative between TFC and Adidas or how, like, was this dictated by Adidas? I feel like it's somewhere in between both of those States because like the thing that I never under fully understood, and this, this probably comes down to more of a, as much as a quality control issue as, as it is a contract issue. Like you figure like every single one of these clubs at least has one in-house graphic designer. And none of them are getting to design these. Like, at least to my knowledge, none of them are. They're helping out with the boards, but effectively they sub like we put down on paper what we would like to see. And Adidas takes their interpretation of the notes we sent them. So like, like I find it, I found it quite strange that, that I don't think I was in any meeting with one of the graphic designers for Toronto FC during any part of this. I might've, and if I have apologies to them, but they were more just kind of there to sit in and listen to me talk and, and explain how things went. But how is it like they have graphic designers and I'm the person that's involved. And even when I'm involved, there's no power or like no real yeah, yeah. art direction from us to say, do this or do that or do this. I understand that, that under certain, certain circumstances, um, if for whatever reason, the club is determined to have like that wave, say that wave pattern. 
Um, I know the one thing they were talking about was having it on the sleeve, which I feel like that would have been a way better place for it. That's just my two cents. But it's one of those like you get if you're going to put up a fight about it and and Adidas, you know, relents, uh, that might not be a card you get to use next kit. So, yeah. So, like, so, yeah, yeah it's, battles. It's, right. Yeah, right. So that. We, yeah, we, we gave you we gave you the drum line this time. Now yeah. shut up and let us do our five minute thing. You'll take the red collar this year. Thank you yeah, very much. Pretty much. Pretty much. So yeah, that's that was kind of uh that was one of the things that I found kind of really like fascinating, like just how much how much control Adidas is has from like just from the design point of view, which is particularly strange because both Red Bull's kit and Colorado's kits were like designed almost I don't, well, I don't want to say almost wholesale, but there was a hell of a lot more influence from like a person or in, in Red Bull's case, a design firm, yeah, like yeah. a fashion firm than just simply like, you know, Hey, you're, you're, you're an artist here. Here's our mood board document, fill it out. Like that's not yeah. how that fucking went. Yeah. So, I mean, I realize that that's probably also another negotiation. That's probably something that's planned well in advance. Like you just don't, you know, if Adidas sends it to you on January 15th and you have a deadline of February 1st, you don't go, oh, by the way, we have an outside person. Like, no, you told Adidas yeah, that yeah. eight months ago to get that part of the part of the the machinations yeah, uh, yeah. to get to the to get to the final kit, final design. I think there's been like there's a, it seems to me and this is like this sort of support or or reinforces what what I've read about that specifically with this MLS Adidas where like some teams are like. Hey, here's a mood board filled out by rando person. They're like, we like white, we like blue, and we really want to highlight our mountains. Mm. And Adidas gives them three and they pick one and like done. Yeah. Um, versus maybe this, like, for instance, like the Colorado one this time. Uh, or in the past, I think it was Portland. Uh, I can't remember which one, but like they, they, it might have been that the beautiful that green and gold anniversary one that they did. I want to say. Oh like yeah, yeah, the old the one oh, where yeah. the retro seventies yeah. yeah. NASL or yeah. the Alaska Airlines was in aerial font. Yeah, <laughs> that looks amazing. Um, and and we're like, I think it was on that one. It might not be. I might be remembering wrong. Where they basically were like, this is what we want, and they had someone at the club dedicated to being that person to make that happen with Adidas and. A, and there's like some pushing back and forth and Adidas says, no, no, our designers mm. are going to do this. And blah, blah. But I think, I think Portland gets a little bit more of a pass than any other club, just based on the fact that all of uh, North American sports, sportswear manufacturers are in the Portland area located. So Adidas's head office for, for North America is in Portland. So they're probably yeah, yeah. going to give them a little bit more attention in yeah. terms of letting them kind of do their thing. I am terrified yeah. about what I'm terrified about what Colorado is going to get next season for a kit, just mm. because they kind of yeah. let they kind of yeah. let them give some go for it this give time. Give and take. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I the one thing I will say about that Portland kit is like once you show it to the Adidas designers, they're kind of like, yeah, we can we can do this. Like yeah. it's not yeah. like there's nothing elaborate to it. There's no there's no elaborate patterns and very specific, you know, interchange and, and, and design and intricacies. And it's like, no, it was just flat. So once you saw it, it's like, yeah, okay, we see what you're doing. Yeah, this is we can yeah. totally do this. And then it was just a matter of you know, making sure everything's centered instead of wherever it was on the, on the graphic they said. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, listen, I've got a ton of questions, but I think we're going to like, we can nerd out about this over the next uh, forever. Oh, Rich, you have a, you have a question. I have, I have a single question. 
and uh, so obviously, uh, Mark, first of congratulations on getting to uh, have some input. Uh, but uh, uh, part of what I have really liked about this kit has been how polarizing it has been among the Toronto FC fan base. Mm. Uh, and now, like, I'm talking about the fact that the ones who could start a fight in an empty room, like, they're not even in the room, no one's in the room, and they're going to start a fight over it, have been really, really upset by this because mm-hmm. it's not red. Our teams are red. It's not, we're not the grays, yada, 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 yada. Oh uh, I, I would have loved if you would have had an idea of, like, a, 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 a Cremonese kit to give them and but and would have said like well what's well, what's your story behind us well toronto has a heavy italian population yeah. we've signed some italian dps criminese is a team in italy it co- it it counteracts all of our clubs we're we're appealing to the diaspora sort of an idea uh but oh my, my i suppose my question on the end of all that is uh yes i do want a criminese tfc kit please um, uh, but wh- why why do you appear to hate Toronto FC but if that <laughs> you on your own designed it's- a kit which was not red <laughs> Okay, so I'm glad you brought this up. So um, I'm a Forge supporter, and I wanted to bring him down from the inside out. Smart. I've been a TFC season ticket holder since day one, and I could. And at that moment, my goal was: how can I get my hands on the TFC kit? Because I'm going to support a team in 12 years from now, because currently doesn't exist, where I will also be a season ticket holder. The con on this is incredible. Yeah. Like I'm oh. literally predicting the future and I wasted it on making a fucking great kit. Are you <laughs> shitting me? Are you absolutely shitting me? The level of stupid fucking people that actually had to open their mouths or in this case, use their thummy thumbs and have an opinion. My God, shut the ever loving fuck up. <laughs> these people are so fucking stupid. Every single one that were like having these incredible arguments about like, well, we're a red team. It's like we wear our away kits at home so we can sell it. But you showed up at the game and didn't fucking walk out. So where's the protest there? There's so many fucking exceptions to all of these bullshit things that people were coming up and throwing at me. And I'm like, you have no fucking idea that I can defend every one of these points, counterpoints better than you can argue for them. And as an outsider, this is my shit. This is what this is what we do. As an outsider to those people who have said, "Well, we're the red team." You're the red team in a city of blue and white teams. The yes! fucking flag of the city is blue and white. <laughs> the fucking red team, I would argue. We're gonna. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna insert vocal that's just like beep 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 beep. beep, beep. Oh my! Honestly, like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, being able to release like this is super super therapeutic. <laughs> but like, it, like the love, the like, I had one person come at me about this is the this is just like when when. Cardiff City changed their kits to red and the people were protesting. And I immediately called him out. I go, that's that's a really good bad faith argument. And you know that. That guy wanted to change the club's colors because he was Malaysian and he wanted to promote Malaysia not at the even, expense of the club. This even, isn't that at all. This is even uh, slightly that. Yeah. And the other part is he was trying to bankrupt Swansea by trying to make the club into the Welsh National Club. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the thing is, is that like I... Like people can have a go as hard as they want. Well, look at all these teams that that have had their colors. It's like Bayern Munich wore navy for two years in the nineties. I don't recall anybody having a shit fit over that. Like every single one, every almost I shouldn't say every single, but almost every one of the clubs you can name did not wear those colors when they started. 
They didn't. They just fucking didn't. And who knows why they ended up on these colors and this pattern, whatever. I don't care. It doesn't matter. But if you're going to say, yeah, but historically speaking, then you have to look at the whole history. You don't get to cherry pick shit, especially when I know what the history actually looks like. Also, 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 historically speaking, you're not yet 20 fucking years old. Settle down. Yeah, calm yeah. the fuck down. You, this don't, is, you don't have a history. This is a billionaire's investment, okay? Like, like this is not this is not like the they literally, club. Like the, the organization literally gave the club to a guy to run at one point because this will be a nice little spot for you to learn the trade of running the whole business. So anyway, um. yeah, yeah. I, it's just a like I'm sure some of you saw some of the threads. There was particularly some really special ones in the uh the actual TFC Instagram thread, uh, which which wow, just wow. <laughs> Um, but also to my my personal favorite, and this will be the last one. My personal yeah, yeah. favorite was the number of people who's who's like, it's like I can't believe they let this guy design it. This was like there was a whole fucking article in the Canadian press, which means every goddamn city showed it showed up in their newspaper. Yeah, there was an article where it clearly states I did not fucking design it, <laughs> and yet they still thought I designed it. It's like. I know you don't like these are clearly people who know like I knew what kind of knew what this process was because I think there was a um, there was an article in the athletic a year or two ago that, that yeah, explained yeah. what the process was like. And this was pretty much like to the letter what happened. But obviously those people don't get the athletic or they don't pay attention about kits or they just don't care. And it's I don't know. I just it was like it's great and all that somehow you think that the internet's the only place you can voice your opinion because in real life nobody would dare ask you your fucking opinion because they're terrible takes <laughs> um, uh, let's let's but i love you guys i just want to let you know i love you both let's end that with a comment as like a whew, that was a cathartic uh moment thank uh, you thank the, you guys. uh this this is from a tfc hating friend of mine and i shared this with mark earlier uh and his only comment was hate to say it but the tfc kit is a banger hey tfc loves it thank shirt. you um yeah, yeah. no but, like i mean everyone's gonna love it and everyone's gonna hate it as with every fucking kit that's ever come out yeah yeah so. that's awesome mark i do love and i do appreciate you clarifying uh your role um i'm still gonna tell people you designed it and i know a guy who designed it, them. it's uh, easy you know what it's just easier honestly it's shorter yeah 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 um that wraps up our uh, our extended look at designing a shirt in the MLS environment. Fun times. We're going to try to zip through the rest of this one, gang. Look, uh, let's move on to our next section, which is uh, a couple of recent finds that have come across. And uh, I will say both of these are very interesting. This first one, uh, Rich, I don't know if this is you, but the uh, the America to Cali shirt. Oh, that's Walk me. Through that's this. a what beauty. That's 100% me. Uh, so uh, Lecoq Sportif have done an anniversary kit uh, this, this year. is So in 1979, so obviously it's, 23, it's 2023 now. So what's that, 40, 49 years? 43 years. 40, 43 years? 44 years? Classic anniversary. Love yeah, it. It's a, right, classic, just, a classic South American 70 anniversary. Years. Let's just call it yeah. 70 and be done. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the 70-year anniversary of that time that America de Cali won their first ever Colombian National Championship in 1979. <laughs> and this is a kit which is designed off of the kit that America de Cali wore in that season. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with America de Cali, uh, they are uh, – 
big club in Cali and in, uh, in Colombia. Uh, they were they were the first at, at one point. Actually, they were owned by the Cali cartel. Uh, they were placed on the Clinton list in the 90s, which meant that like all of their funding was cut. They couldn't really afford to sign players. They eventually got relegated down to the second division in Colombia. And only in the last few years, in the last decade or so, have started rising back up and making a run at titles again. Uh, I don't know if they've won any. Uh, I know former Canadian international David Monsalve played for them at one point. Wow. In his in his uh, in his wonderful world tour of clubs that you wouldn't expect a it's Canadian a, to play for. It's fun. It's a fun list of teams. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. So but this kid is not going to be worn on the pitch. It's just for fans, and uh, as evidenced by the as evidenced uh, uh, by the design and how it's being promoted. Uh, for those of you who haven't subscribed to the video version of the podcast. Uh, there will be pictures on the website, I assume, uh, but it's uh, it's a gentleman, appears to be in his mid-40s, let's say, wearing khaki slacks, and the shirt is tucked into the pants. It's clearly, it's just one of those where it's just a nice kit. Like, if if you don't like, if you, if you don't like kits, but you like football, you'd see that and go, that's nice. I'd actually wear that. You can wear it. It's got a nice collar. We all like a nice collar. Uh, there's a subtle hints on the back of the neck. You have the, the the number 79, recognizing that that was the first title. And on the front of the kit, where the crest would normally be, what you have is 19 to reference the 19 titles in America to Cali have won. Ooh, now, that's, like not that. league, that's not league titles necessarily, I don't think. That includes all of the different titles they've won throughout their history, if I'm not mistaken. And then you have, obviously, because... Uh, my understanding would have been that in that in in that seventy nine season, uh, the America was just on on the front of the kit in in word font in the old sort of word font style that America DeCali used in that era. Huh. This I, I wish they were going to wear it because it, it yeah. looks like something that you could still wear and play in, but also let's let's but, be honest here. The promotional pictures of this are fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I want to be that dude. Yeah, you let a French design studio do some work and look what happened. Yeah. Like he is he is strutting around that city and looking good. Uh bright red shirt, white highlights. That guy, that guy's killing it. He's living a good life. Yeah. He's living a good living life. Living a fashionable life. Yeah. I want I that that's that's who I want to be right now. Wanna be that guy? Who doesn't? Yeah, great guy. Awesome. Love it. Uh Mark, you have a couple other shirts for us? Uh, yeah, so um, uh, SD Loyal, San Diego Loyal, who play in the USL structure. I, I don't even know what you call it anymore. Pyramid thing. San Diego's team, okay? Uh, this is a team that's uh, owned by uh, Mr. Water Fountain himself, uh, uh, Landon Donovan. And uh, they've had a couple really nice kits uh, in the last couple of years. They seemingly go from strength to strength. Um, I want to blame uh, exclusively Charlie, the uh, – the Mexican uh, sportswear manufacturer. Uh, they last year's ones were fucking fantastic, all three of them, and they've come out with their new ones for this year. Uh, the the home one is at foresty green, but it's got some lighter green hoops with this sash that unfortunately isn't diagonal. I know Brenton, Ugh. not a sash, but, but uh, it's a, it's a it's a it's basically two uh, vertical stripes of two shades of orange uh, that go underneath the the, the badge on that side. Um, and the away kit is arguably better. Um, it's yeah. got a hoop pattern. Uh, it's got, it's got hoops where the, uh, they alternate between, um, uh, plain flat orange and, and an orange with a darker orange pattern of, of, 
I don't even know what you like just diamond, diamond tiles that are kind yeah, of like so it's sort of a, tile, size, a mosaic. tile pattern. Yeah, yeah. very mosaic y, very tile pattern. Um, and and within the separating the stripes, it looks like a very thin yellow line. It's got like the neighborhoods of of San Diego that are that stripe. Uh, but and the yellow is just it's just subtle enough that it adds to it rather than to tr- takes away from it. Um, I think both of these are bangers, but like San Diego, I mean, come on, man. Like these are these are these are again kits too good for this league. Mm-hmm. So well done. Yeah. Uh I'm I have if I can pick one thing about the away kit that I don't like. This guy. It I know it it's fantastic. Uh what I would have probably personally done is made the mosaic tiles sort of smaller and had them in a more closer aligned sort of hooped idea because mm-hmm. where it sits right now in the rendering that sponsorship really lo- you really lose the one band of tile it's true so if they could have tightened it up a little bit and put the sponsor into the plain orange the band, flat one now that's yeah. actually a good shout that's a very good shout that is that that would make that kit yeah uh, perfect in terms next of next episode what we are looking this- for Next episode, we have the president of SD Loyal on, and you can uh, shoot your shot. Tell also, him, uh, also speaking of speaking of the president and owner of uh, SD Loyal, uh, happy birthday, Landon Donovan. Uh, if social media has been correct today, or it was his birthday today or yesterday, I can't remember. One of the two days, there was every club he played for in MLS was doing fucking sweets all day. Landy, <laughs> uh, the the I would say I don't I don't love the uh, I don't love the green um, the green one. Um, and I think, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why it just, cause they don't, it doesn't work for me personally. I think it's a good design. I don't love those, those shades of green. Um, and I don't like that. I don't like that off center stripe uh, down the, down the thing. And I can't think of a shirt that has it, that I like. It looks like it's, it's, it, that, those it's like vertical like stripes are like bowling shirt vibes, you know, like, yeah, that's right. But, but I do. I, I really like that orange one, um, and I love that uh, that diamond pattern in the. Uh, and I think Rich is right. I think um, smaller smaller hoops would have would have done really well there. Those are nice. I mean, it's hard to top their earlier shirts, right? They they had some really nice shirts. Charlie has done good work for them, mm-hmm. and yeah. and like yeah, I really I really really wanted their home kit from last year, mostly because it was sponsored by Rocket League. Because oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, I, th- it seemed like as soon as that got Rocket League on the front of the shirt, um, stock just started disappearing. I, I can't imagine why. <laughs> it, it, it's yeah, almost right. like it. It's almost like it rocketed out the door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and like this, Charlie Charlie's work for for San Diego Loyal kind of puts paid to that bullshit um, Adidas MLS deal. It was like, oh, you can't have a third shirt because you have to sell a certain number of shirts to blah blah blah. Like. San Diego Loyal isn't out here selling 75,000 shirts in order to get a third shirt from Charlie. Charlie just makes them a third shirt and it's nice. Like, man, piss yeah. off. Yeah, you do a run and that's it. But I mean, that I think that also speaks to like um like the the production chain, right? Like how long it takes for Adidas to do to do a third shirt for somebody on short-term notice. It's either going to be something that's already made off the rack or they've been planning this for 2 years just because of how how tight their 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 schedules are. For Charlie, like if they if they do everything in house, where like yeah, yeah. they've got one central location, they can control that. And if they want to turn out two hundred shirts next week, they could probably do it in an emergency. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's there's a lot there's a lot more flexibility with smaller firms, which which is why a lot of those firms are crushing it as far as designs go. So, uh, but seeing like just seeing what can San Diego Loyal have just 
it's it's beautiful like it like it's uh, it's beautiful optimistically like what else can you do and how many other clubs could and should get this treatment america america this is america this is what your soccer clubs can have if it wasn't for the fact that your capitalist system is so focused on being rooted in communism when it comes to football kits okay Kristen. <laughs> like, like, like the word, but like the worst part of communism, like like Stalinist totalitarianism, communism. Like, <laughs> read a book, folks. Read a book. Um, uh, let's skip over to our next section, and we've done some things. We bought some things. We bought some shit. We got some stuff. Uh, I'm gonna go first. I'm I, I'm inserting myself at the top of this list. I'm changing the running order. Um, do it. You deserve it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And I, and like in a, in a move that will shock no one, I bought a couple of Arsenal shirts and um, yeah, I really like this Arsenal team uh, that play in London. Yeah. And, uh, and these were, these were for nostalgia reasons. And I, and I appreciate that not, not uh, sometimes I buy things because they look great. Sometimes I buy them because they remind me of a time and I couldn't, I kept seeing these, and I just kept thinking back to the times and the players that were in them. And so like I got them, I'm like, oh, these are nice shirts. I don't love the shirts, but I love the time that it makes me think of. Um, so I got the uh, 2009, 2010 away, which is a really nice navy blue with uh, a lighter blue, barely noticeable pinstripes um, and a nice collar. And I, I, I used to own this, but I bought it for, like in a, in a thrift store size small with Van Persie on the back and gave it to a friend uh, who's moving to London because I could not wear it. So I picked this up in a, in a size that fits, which is nice. And then I got a shirt that I kind of don't even like, to be honest, but um, it's from the era uh, that I really do love, uh, which is as a, as a self-flagellating Arsenal fan, it's like at, at the, the low point um, in the, uh, in the Wenger years, maybe where the 2012, 2013 home uh, it's a red, the classic red and white, but has the black cuffs. And this is to me, is just like, I can picture Giroud. I can picture Santi Cazorla. Um, and it just, I, I mean, any shirt that reminds me of Santi Cazorla, that's um, enough. That was, so. I was going to say, this is basically just you saying, yeah, this is the season where Arsenal had all of the players you have crushes on playing for them. Right. That is yeah, that's pretty much it. Which is, a fair, is it. which is, I'm not going to lie. It's a fair reason yeah. to buy a kit. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard worse reasons. Yeah. So yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, Rich, what do you get? What'd you do? Uh, so this is a, a continuation on from January's uh, World Cup recap podcast, I believe, uh, where we were all in the midst of buying uh sale items from the world cup uh so uh i mentioned that i was definitely in the in the market for the uh japan home and uh away kits and so right after we recorded that podcast i went and pulled the trigger on buying both the japan and home and away kit so i have the training top the away kit and the home kit and just missing the tracksuit. uh so those and then also uh i took advantage of that sport check sale that was going on and bought two kits to go along with the belgium pack that i had by uh for, from the last recording and it was uh, i got the away kit for the netherlands and then if anybody has for anybody who has listened to my opinions on world cup kits you will be shocked to find out but i am currently wearing the holland Oof. home kit from the 2022 world cup he sure is uh, folks and it, sure it is, is still it is still the worst thing to happen <laughs> I, i'll stand on that i i will that is a mountain i'm willing to die on uh 
but but you'll be wear honest, it. I'll be honest. It cost me thirty bucks uh, on it uh, being like actually on seeing it on and in person. It's a lot better than it looked like in the renderings. It's still it's still the toffee penny from the quality street, but. It's- I'm going with Mark. I'm going. I'm going with my gut here, and I'm rolling with Mark, who said that in 20 years this is going to be the kit that everybody's going to be talking about and everybody's going to want. And I got it for 30 bucks, so I'm looking at the long game of yeah. you know, selling it on in 20 years for 89.95 or something like that, and making a solid 50 bucks on what I spent. What a hypocrite! What a hypocrite! What a pro ass move! I think is what you meant to say. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Uh, well done. Kristen, Kristen does not approve of your capitalistic endeavors. Um, I think I can say with some, I, I, I believe that's why I'm getting kicked out of the commune, right? Yeah. That's, you're, ne- you're not allowed. You don't, you never, you never got it in. Sorry. About that. <laughs> um, Mark, what'd you get? You won something. Yeah. So like, um, it seems to be, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I feel like I've, uh, had a, I've had a very good, I've had a very good February and, Aside from like the TFC kit being launched, which is what I'm kind of referencing there, I I, I want a kit. I want a kit on Twitter. Like Ooh. I didn't think that actually happens, but I've done I'm it. also it happens. I, I've also done it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I finally joined the club, guys. It's I'm 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 pleased to be here. So, um, for those of you who are unaware, um, I forget what the I don't know who the parent club is, but or the, like the parent company is, but somebody bought the rights to uh, the old. 80s 90s ish uh kit manufacturer match winner those are some and great there's some great kits there. they like like some just there's some good stuff cuts of like 90s design madness nostalgia like delicious delicious fucking kits and um they've been to kind of hype up their their return to the marketplace i guess they unearthed the crate of old kits and one of them was an away kit from torquay united and um i'm a fan of match winner like i've desperately tried to get my hands on some of their fine fine work over the years um while they were active because that was the kind of kid i was uh sending off for uh price sheets and 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 pamphlets and whatnot of, of all the of all the kits so um i entered and sure enough um i was drawn to win this beauty um much to the dismay and ire of torquay united supporters who are like, oh, this guy's a kit support, a kit collector. It's probably just going to go in a box. It's probably going to sold on eBay. To and to which I say to them, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. No, it's. I mean, I'm going, yes, it it, I'm going to put it in a box on eBay. <laughs> so fuck you both. Um, not you two. I mean, the two people who are crying about it. No, this is a beauty kit. I'll and like the weird part is, is that um, it's a very very loose connection. But uh, Justin Fashnew, who was. Famous and infamous all at the same time. First half million pound black footballer transfer and first openly gay footballer. And then there's a whole bunch of shit that happened to him and happened around him um, in the later parts of his life. Um, Disowned by by his brother. Yeah. Yeah. Disowned by the national John Fashnew. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There's there's a lot of. It's a it's a it's a real fucking sad story if you don't know. Uh, But uh, he. Play, he was signed to play for um, Hamilton Steelers uh, when I was when I was a kid, and mm. the guy was still fucking good. He was so good. Um, after after his season or two with Hamilton, um, he ended up at Torquay, and I followed that because he was trying to 
get back to that level where he once was. And, and so like, it's, I'm, I knew who Torquay United were because of Justin Bashnew who played in my backyard. So um, to, to those Torquay fans sucks to be you. Sorry. Uh, But I can't wait to get my hands on it. And when I have it, I will absolutely be posting pictures of it. I'm going to definitely have this hanging on my wall somewhere. It's beauty. The, um, if you just look, I, I'll share this link um, in the show notes and then on Twitter. Um, if you take a look at on, on Football Kit Archive of the match winner uh, shirts that they that they have in there, there is like some fun bonkers shit what um, is that what? that is just a joy to look at. I'm looking at a Swansea City one. What is it? What is it? I always say, Brenton. The nineties, the nineties. Oh. oh well, well yeah, also that. Yeah. Uh, but the nineties things were just better in the nineties, and the match winner is peak nineties. I don't even care if they're actually going to manufacture modern day kits. I know. In, I in want... a way, I slightly hope they don't. I slightly hope they just sign deals with the clubs that they used to c- manufacture kits for in the nineties and just release those again. Oh, yeah, that'd be I fun just, if they were just an apparel. Like I want, yeah, I want repros so just be, bad. Just, just be. But you're the official brand. Yeah, yeah. You're the official marketing. You have the license to all of it. You have the license to the like the license for the club, and just release those, and people will be happy. Green. They That's, did a pair of kits for Greenick Morton that were tartan, and they're both mm. fucking legend. And if okay. I could get. If I can get my hand, I'll buy it. Like I'm in for both pre-order the whole shooting match. I'm looking at it right they now, did, and it's well, fucking they atrocious. The, they, oh, oh if, shut if your you face! Think, it's glorious. If, if you think I, I'm, I'm not glorious. looking at it, but if you think that's bad, Brenton, they did the whole kit. Oh, that's also that was oh, what I, I absolutely fucking wanted. I absolutely saw that as a child. The whole tiger kit. Oh, yeah, so yeah. good. <laughs> There's some so real good. gems in there. We'll share them. I'm going to share as much many as I can. I'm just glancing at them now, and it's just like. The Swansea City away that's like orange and white and blue. Swansea, and... Swan, Swansea Town. It was the 90s. What? Yeah. Swansea didn't officially become Swansea City until the te- latter end of the 90s. They were it was Swansea no. Town for nearly the first hundred years of the club's existence. How the fuck do I not know that? What? Yeah. Okay. You're lying. Someone, someone, someone do some research and check that out. I don't believe it. Um, We are going to... Move on to our next uh, section, which is just our final wrap up. Anything else that crossed your plate in the last two months? And um, I have in my show notes here that Rich is going to wax lyrical, and he's not going to because we don't have any time for him to wax lyrical. Oh, 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 Rich! Rich is going to wax lyrical. Don't you worry. I don't want to. You've got sous vide to get at. Um, let's. I might, yep, I'll, yeah, I'll I know. There's a reason. Minutes. There's a reason I gave the time that I did was to build in the latter half of it, so I'm not going to be late regardless. So you can. <laughs> I built in half an hour to. I wax built it. I built in some waffle time. Don't you worry. <laughs> okay, I will. I'm going to cut you off after like 45 seconds. What do you want to talk about, Rich? Uh well, uh, I was hoping. I was hoping to wax lyrically last, but I I will wax lyrically about oh. Gianluca Pagliuca first. So those of you who might not be aware, once again, the 90s, great time. Uh, Gianluca Pagliuca, uh, Italy's number one goalkeeper at the 1994 World Cup. The man who kissed the goalpost in one of the knockout games because a shot beat him but hit the post. A man famous for his kit style. Uh, This is a man who, uh, when he was at Sampdoria, Sampdoria were sponsored by ASICs at the time in the early 90s and late 80s when Sampdoria were winning everything. He hated the kits that Sampdoria had for goalkeepers. So he literally talked to the A6 rep and said, I don't really like the kits. 
can I, uh, can I talk to some people and uh, design something that I like because I'm not going to play in something that I don't like the look of. And the A6 rep basically said, yeah, we don't give a shit what you do so long as it has an A6 badge on it by the time it's on the field. So he went out and he talked to the uh, Royce, the goalkeeper supply company who made it do his gloves and did 90s kits. And yeah, he had them design kits. Uh, when he moved to Ars, when he moved from, uh, when he went, ended up at Inter Milan, uh, Inter Milan were sponsored by Umbro at the time. Uh, there was a kit, which uh, uh, the Tottenham goalkeeper kit from Umbro at the time, which reminded him of an Aston Villa kit. And for some bizarre reason, Gianluca Pagliuca, massive Aston Villa fan. Doesn't make sense. Like it's, 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 it's like the same thing as former Prime Minister David Cameron, massive Aston Villa fan. Or was he West Ham? I can't remember. Or Prince William, massive Aston Villa fan for some bizarre reason. Don't make sense sure. either way. But he so he saw this kit that that was being worn by at the time of we would have been Eric Torschfeld, who was the goalkeeper at uh, Tottenham Hotspur at the time, and Ooh, said, name. I want this kit. And he so he got a wrote a letter to Umbro said, Hey, I want to use this kit. Can you send me some kits? And Umbro was said, Yeah, no problem. And it was the the, the, the great years of bonkers goalkeepers because so we just threw them over like half a dozen Tottenham Hotspurs goalkeeper kits. And him and the kit room went to work at Inter Milan, taking the crest off from the Tottenham Hotspur thing to put an Inter Milan crest on, covering the Tottenham Holston sponsorship with Pirelli or whatever sponsorships were there. And he was wearing for a, a couple of seasons Tottenham Hotspur goalkeeper kits just because he liked them. I wish I could be so good at what I do that I could literally circumvent a fucking multi-million pound dollar lira euro deal because I just want it that way. Yeah. yeah. That is fucking incredible. I had no We're idea. So good. Yeah. yeah. And this is a guy uh, uh, to, to, to wax slightly more lyrically as Hagliuka uh, has kept 95% of the goalkeeper kits he has worn in his career wow. because he just loves all of the kits that he had. Uh, he he made a switch with Diego Maradona at one point for a kit. And he regrets he, it ever since. He lost <laughs> he lost the Maradona kit, but it's okay because he's happier about the fact that he still has his kits. <laughs> the ones that he was involved in the designing of. Like the uh was it the nineteen was it ninety ninety five, ninety six, where they did the the bumblebee stripe with the crazy wavy Pirelli logo going up the side because the nineties were a great time of goalkeepers. Everybody talks about Jorge Campos designing the Dazzle camouflage kits that he wore with uh, Mexico. But I, and we all love Jorge Campos for his like batshit insanity of the kits that he was wearing. But Gianluca Pagliuca is the guy to talk about when it comes into goalkeepers who care about the fashion of the kit. I don't even know how to process any of that. That's amazing. Cheers and a toast to Gianluca Pagliuca. Pagliuca. I don't think you pronounced the G before the L in Italian, Rich. Uh, I'm just knowing, I'm just going by how it was pronounced during the 1994 World Cup. <laughs> yeah, the British announcers really trust them for their for their uh, pronunciation. Hey, 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 those British announcers were those British announcers were commentating on Syria every week on Channel Four because that was what was that was what you could watch on free television in the 90s in England because the Premier League was on Sky and ain't nobody paying for that shit up north at least. Um, okay. Um, Gianluca Pagliuca. 
But <laughs> next we've got, um, we have our notes here to talk about the Addy Icon collection. I don't want to talk about it. Can we just? Uh, like, I want to talk about one thing. You get twenty Adidas, seconds. Adidas did some nice stuff with the uh, with the Icon collection. Uh, it's a shame. It's uh, it's a shame. It's mostly casual wear. They did a Leeds United kit. Leeds yeah. were not an Adidas team in the nineteen nineties. They weren't. But the design they did was the Swiss. That was the Swedish away kit from the nineteen ninety four World Cup. And all I have to say is, Adidas, Sweden is still an Adidas branded team. Just give us that kit, you cowards. No, you team. can bring it back. You have oh. the rights to do it. Yeah, maybe exactly. Mark can Mark can email Adidas. Yeah, I'll talk uh, to my people. Yeah, yeah. and I'm going to finish this off with a note here, um, uh, because Tony Cruz, uh, famously of the German national team and Real Madrid wonderful classy midfielder has a podcast apparently and on his podcast he had a rant about this season's real madrid shirts because they have collars and he hates collars on soccer shirts and so he went on this rant on his podcast saying that they were shit kits and he didn't want a collar collars don't belong on soccer shirts um which is just fucking bonkers to me and uh and um, and just to note that Kristen would be ap- apoplectic right now. I mean, um, if- I will just, I will just say like, and I, and I preface this with all respect to anybody uh, that, uh, that, you know, you're allowed to your opinions, but, and I've never said this fucking phrase in my life because I think it's like absolutely disrespectful, but Tony Cruz stick to fucking football. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just stick to fucking football. I don't any, anyway, sorry. Sorry. So, oh, love it. Uh, I'm a I, I, I'm a fan of watching Tony Cruz play football. I, I appreciate the way he views the game. I appreciate the fact in my in my sort of also uh, being kit nerd, but also a bit of a football boot nerd as well. Uh, is that he has worn the same pair of Adidas boots since 2011. He has Adidas keep making them for him. Like Adidas hasn't made the brand in nearly a decade the uh the 11 pro series he has adidas keep making those boots for him because he's so particular this is a man who should be wanting to play in a shirt which has a fucking collar on it he's wearing boots which are 10 to 12 fucking years old he refuses to move with the times put the fucking collar on and just be happy about it um let's end on that note tony more like tony booze yeah they're coming yeah um and that is whew, what an episode three forty five. Rich, you can sous vide all you want, bud. You got plenty <laughs> of time to sous vide in your oh, life. Yeah. Um, thanks so much, gang. This has been fun as heck. Uh, Mark, if someone want to tell you that the TFC kid is a banger, how do they do? How do they do that? Um, you could do that ever so politely on Twitter at kitnerdmark. Uh, you could also do it on Instagram. Same fucking handle. Oh, I know, great. right? Yeah, I'm just efficient that way. That that's where all my that's where my kit collection actually is. So, uh, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm willing to take any kind words, and if you don't have kind words, keep them. You can just yeah. keep them. Yeah. Tell them to your dog. Rich, if anyone wants to uh, tell you that wearing the ugly Netherlands shirt after <laughs> ranting about how bad it was for two episodes in a row, uh, where do they tell you that you're a big hypocrite for wearing it? Uh, well, I, I feel, first of all, it's, uh, it, it's important to mention that my hypocrisy knows no bounds. 
Uh, <laughs> but if you do want to talk to me about my hypocrisy at T at halftime on Twitter, do it. Tell him, tell him he's wearing the terrible shirt that he told us he hated multiple times. And if people wanted to support uh, Kristen and her pro collar stands, they can talk to her at, at KZ Knowles uh, all over the internets. I'm uh, I'm at caps offside on Twitter. The, uh, the podcast is at Kittnerd Corner and head over to our website, kittnerdcorner.ca for images of all the shirts that we talked about. Um, and, uh, and then you can, well, this just makes sense now that I say it loud, but then you can read along as you listen. But of course, we're now an hour into the podcast. Anyway, yeah. you know what I'm getting at. And, um, geez. Thanks so much for listening to everyone. Have a great <laughs> time doing what you do. And, uh, and we love shirts. Okay, bye. Jesus Someone to hear your prayers Someone who cares Your own Personal Jesus Someone to hear your prayers Someone who's there Feeling unknown and you're all alone Flesh and bone by the telephone Lift up the receiver, I'll make you a believer